Hello and welcome Hello and back. Welcome back. <laughs> Double Post Podcast. I'm yeah, Reese. I'm Charlie. And uh, first off, we apologize for the audio quality. Uh, we just bought a new mic, but of course we can't use it because we are in different cities. Reese, you are back in Portland buying a car Same. I hear. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. The Ooh. Rio... Um, the the mechanical difficulties um, needed to maintain it finally became uh, too much, so uh, we got rid of it. R. R. Which is a great sad. vehicle, yeah. truly. It is a great vehicle. Um, we'll truly be missed. But uh, we still both had a lot to do today, <laughs> other than yeah. getting a car. Um, this this was one of the most incredible and like entertaining matches that I've really ever watched the Timbers play in terms of like overall quality and competition and like yeah. the way it ended was just so entertaining. Like um, this is the most exciting 1-1 game I've seen maybe in my life, certainly in the last <laughs> like year or two. Yeah, no, th- this was crazy. And to think that we had zero open play goals from it um, yeah, in some ways wasn't surprising, but I, I, I mean, what, what can you really say about this match? Like, yeah. I mean, I was just, I was just like, I was just screaming at at the end there. Yeah, same. Because um, it really, it seemed like it was just going to be one of those games. I think the commentators mentioned it. Um, it's like one of those games where like nothing is going to quite work out for us. Yeah. You know, like we were gonna, we were gonna always have all these like chances right at the end and not quite get there, and then it was just gonna be disappointing. And then when you finally get that penalty call, it's like, oh my god, sweet relief. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, it it really was looking meager towards the end there for the Timbers. I mean, I <laughs> couldn't – struggled to create chances all game, didn't create a single one in the first half. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, the, the ideas were there, and we were getting – especially at the beginning of that second half, we were really digging in and, like, almost, almost scored at the beginning of that uh, second half. Oh, yeah, we came out. We came out of the gates hot. Um, halftime did us – like a world of good. Uh, our first half and second half performances were night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was a weird game because there was portions of the game that were exclusively ruled by nonstop fouls, mm-hmm. like nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Which was later like, in the second half. Uh huh. I'm counting. And it's like that just like killed so much of the flow of like big portions of the game. Nine yellow cards total. Uh, between yeah. the two teams, four for us, five for them. Uh, I think they'll have Martinez suspended for the next game. I don't remember yeah, if there's anyone a... else from theirs. Dario, no, it's just Zipari Martinez. Dario is suspended, which is. Match. And to be honest, he's kind of lucky he didn't uh, see red. Yeah, yeah, he very um, easily could have. It's Bravo too, man. Yeah, Bravo was towing the line as well. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into that anyway. It was a, it was just a crazy game. Um, going up against a team like Club America, you know, a very successful team, uh, seven wins in um, the CONCACAF Champions League, most of any team. Um, yeah. And, like, I think we were talking about this earlier. I mean, probably, you know, maybe maybe the most prestigious team we've played. I, I can't know? think of another time. I mean, we've played, like, friendlies before against, like, Ajax yeah. and I think Man United and stuff. But, like, we've never played, like, a competitive, a competitive match this big before. Like, yeah. like, obviously, MLS Cup is MLS Cup is, is a, huge. Uh-huh. And it might be a bigger deal. Um, That's what I was saying. Like, the MLS Cup is, like, a bigger deal. But in terms of, like, it's strange. Because, like, in terms of the individual match, I almost feel like this was a bigger match 
And that was like a bigger event, if that really makes any sense. Yeah, no, that does make sense. I mean, in terms of like an opponent, this was certainly like, I mean, this is always going to be a superior like club to anything MLS standards. I mean, even the LA Galaxies of the world are nowhere near the reach of Club America. Like we're talking about the biggest club in North America, bar none, possibly all of North and like possibly the Western Hemisphere. I think it's safe to say. Yeah. I mean, like, River Plate and uh, Boca Juniors might have something to say about that. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. They, they, the fans certainly showed out for them. I mean, they showed that great yeah, they did at the end with some people letting off flares, which I saw some people getting mad about it on Twitter. And it's like, eh. let's be honest. We wish we could do that in the Timberwolves. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, just, I don't know, it's fun. We're rule followers, so we don't. But, like, tell me you wouldn't want to dance around with flares in Providence Park. That sounds awesome. Also, yeah, no, the why atmosphere. Is that ban- like, why is that banned? Maybe I'm missing something. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Just Could just a, be like they a, have a law against fun. American I mean. thing where you have to like sit on your hands and clap. Yeah, the whole sitting during. Um, there's a quick poll for any of our uh, any of our viewers. Um, do any of you guys actually like sit when you're watching Timbers games, like at the stadium? I, like, obviously, I mean, if you're in the Timbers Army, you're standing. But, like, I, f- I find that, like, when I don't end up in, with Timbers Army tickets, like, the people around me are always, like, sitting all game and get mad at me when I stand up. And I'm like, this is how you watch yeah, soccer. I yeah. mean, I think you stand. it's fair to sit. Well, I, I mean, sorry, I messed up. I think it's fair to stand when something's going on. My whole thing about standing is, like, you're blocking other people's views, but, like, you should be stand. Everyone should be standing anyways. Yeah. So it's really That's tough thing. to be the sore thumb standing up. Like, like let's be honest. We're not going to be that guy. But Yeah, okay. I'm not I'm not saying I'm, like, an asshole about it or I'm up all game, but I'm, like, yeah, when, like, in a during a period of sustained pressure or, like, late in the game, um, I mean, usually there's a point where people do get up late in the game if it's close. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, like, there's, like, times where, like, there's, like, a period of sustained pressure and, uh, I'll get up or some other people will get up and then other people sit down and then I feel like a, I feel bad because I'm like I don't want to be blocking your guys' view but like don't you want to see? Yeah. Like just stand up. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Anyway I don't know. It's it's a, like a pet peeve of mine which is And I mean I shoot mean, if if you need an argument that'll convince you like the Seattle stands stand up all Seattle, Seattle fans stand up all game so I mean why can't we? Um, yeah exactly. Okay, let's get into the game a little bit. We touched on it yeah. a little bit. Uh, first half, I thought we actually played really well. Um, like, the penalty, obviously, at the end of the half kind of undid everything we had going for us. But, I mean, up until then, I thought we were playing really, really well. I, okay, so I think the first half was a mixed bag. Yeah, our, I liked our defense. I thought we did a really good job of disrupting them. I think... Club America was a little sloppy, mm-hmm. actually, um, and I think that we can take a lot of credit for that. Uh, we kind of, you know, got in there, disrupted them. They were making some small mistakes, um, and we were doing a good job of cutting it out. The big, the big like theme that I noticed um, of the first half, at least on offense, was that we would get the ball in attacking positions, either in the middle third or the final third going forward, and it was like. It was like that movie Speed, you know, someone had tied a brick to the gas pedal. Like if we weren't if we weren't at full sprint forward, like we were going to lose the ball, like there was like a monster chasing us. I mean, it was ridiculous. And I think that we really just needed to when we won the ball, you know, slow down, 
it's okay to play it backwards, you know, retain possession because we had forced so many balls, long balls, um, through balls that didn't really get anywhere. And we did have some success with that, especially in the second half, but for so much of the first half, like we just had so many un unforced turnovers, yeah, um, which really kept us from, from really threatening them. And, it, and it's why they had so much of the ball. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the unforced errors when we were able to create a counterattack. I mean, I think that's where we have to start is that when we did win the ball back from Club America, which happened plenty of times in the first half, we could not successfully like do quick build-up play to save our freaking lives. I mean, there were times when like you would see like Diego Chara just like step on the ball and like not be able to play a pass in time or like yeah like stuff that is just super uncharacteristic of Portland and stuff that honestly like I mean maybe I'll learn something on another watch but it didn't seem like they were like forced errors a lot of the time it seemed like there was space and it seemed like we just weren't getting the ball to the right guys at the right times um and I mean when we did finally get it into the uh attacking half of the field I mean, again, just kind of uncharacteristic. Well, maybe not uncharacteristic, but too many turnovers, <laughs> too many like careless giveaways in spots where we just don't need to be forcing anything. Um, Williamson did this like two or three times, like at least three times in the first half. Um, again, they weren't like necessarily dangerous positions, but I mean, you can't get into a dangerous position in the first place if you're going to give the ball away like that far back. So, I mean, it was just a really frustrating kind of half but at the same time our energy looked really good to start um, yeah it did i mean we sh we came out firing for sure yeah and again while we couldn't get a single shot off of the entire half i mean yeah i guess firing i mean more of a metaphorical sense yeah yeah <laughs> um like we we still looked promising and we looked like wow we can actually play with these guys like yeah they're gonna have a little bit more of the ball yeah they're definitely like have they definitely have a little more technical quality than us um, and they're definitely a little bit more fit, but at the same mm -hmm. time, like it didn't look out of the realm of possibility that we could go on and win this match. Um, and then, <laughs> once, yeah, once our confidence was all built up. Yeah, um, I mean, God, just, there was, oh. yeah. Go ahead. There's really not much to say about it. I mean, it's it's funny because it's something you always hear, um, you know like defenders and uh like even like a lot of a lot of commentators talk about um is the idea of like pressuring players like for me this is a real it's like a real pet peeve of like when they're going away from goal yeah and in the situation of the penalty it was kind of a scramble play where the ball had been played in it looked like it was a dangerous spot had been deflected fallen back to them and it kind of seemed like bravo um, who who committed the penalty? Um, yeah. anyways, uh, was kind of still in that like last ditch like defending like mentality, um, even though the danger really wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Um, their player, I don't, I don't remember who even was that drew it, but like they were going away was, from I the think goal. It was uh, Linez. It was Linez. Um, yeah. Wasn't that his name? It might have been. It was. Well, it was over on the right. Or wing. maybe it was Suarez. I don't. Might oh, maybe it was. I don't know. I'm, I'm about to look at the highlights, so I'll let you know what yeah. happens. But, um, yeah, like, it was just super disappointing. I mean, up until that point, America had really not had any, like, good chances. I mean, they had that They one, really had. They had a couple of long balls. Yeah. They had that one long, long shot shots, that. Yeah. 
but um, it wasn't really like. Oh no! You know who drew the penalty? It was uh, Richard Sanchez. Their, oh, it was. Yeah, they're. Oh their yeah, you're right. I see. Um, again, either way, like Bravo just doesn't need to be doing that, and he knows it right when he does it too. He like, does, yeah. He, he I mean, it's you. Could, you could tell from like the, the the Timbers players' faces that like they didn't have really any complaints. I mean, they knew. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, they knew it was a foul. Everybody's and... walking around. The only thing we can get is a smile out of Diego Chara, which <laughs> which is always nice to see, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just one but of those. It's more where of a like, like we're screwed oh, smile. <laughs> don't need to be making that tackle, especially in a game yeah. like this. Like you're playing so well against such a good opponent. Like, okay. I mean, it's, and it's a lazy tackle too. It's not yeah. just that it's an unnecessary tackle. It's a lazy one. He really doesn't make any decent attempt at the ball. He just really cuts across his man. Um, he was just lazy, unnecessary, really, Mindless. really poor from. Mindless. Yeah, really poor from Bravo. Um, I mean, there's really no really no other way to put it. It yeah, was it was pretty poor. What else to say? Um, Martinez puts the penalty away. Uh, yeah. Atmel has got no chance, really. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah. if the keeper goes the right way, you say it's a bad penalty. But when the keeper goes the wrong way, it looks good. So mm-hmm. it's like it's not really in the corner. It's not a crazy amount of pace, but he gets the keeper going the wrong way. So it's like it's kind of hard to judge. Um, you know, either way, I mean. Really, it's like a fifty-fifty chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the maybe some of the top keepers, you know, can can do a better job of reading, but like for the most part, they're just kind of guessing. Yeah. Um, with people who really know how to take their penalties, so yeah, I mean, he he did a good job. He got the keeper going the wrong way, slot on their side. Not yeah. really that much to say about it. Um. Yeah, but it's a very have... very disheartening way to go into the half, really. Yeah. Yeah, really. That that's it sucked. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's kind of drained all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you, but I was riled up from a, like starting whistle, and like I still oh, yeah. kind of was. Like I was still running off that by the end of the um, by the end of the half, up until that penalty, and I was just. Totally oh my god! Drained. I was so bummed. I like. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Some of those where all you can do is just sit back down and crack another beer. <laughs> Dude, I went and started uh, stress eating Rice Krispies because I couldn't find anything else to eat. Oh, not the I Rice Krispies, man. Dude, I ate, like, I ate like half a box of Rice oh, Krispies in that second half. Oh, that's going to give you such a bad stomachache. Yep. Oh, that's yep. terrible. I just couldn't stop eating. I think during halftime, it was like depression and then like Rice Krispies. And then once the half started picking up, it was like anxiety Rice Krispies. And then, um, and then afterwards, a little bit of celebration Rice Krispies. To be fair, you are making me pretty hungry, though. Um, <laughs> I guess that just means I need to eat dinner, which I yeah. haven't done yet. Yeah, um, it's ten eighteen for all our listeners out there wondering. Yeah, run a little late how, night episode. How dedicated we are, staying up. Double post pod after dark. Oh no, okay, we did have Concacaf after dark though, which is like similar to Pac twelve after dark, which is also yeah. very fun. Um, but okay, so second half, we come back out and we looked really good. We did look good. I mean, okay, wait, actually, hang on. Before we start on the second half, can I bring up? There's one yes. other thing I want. I forgot. I wanted to mention about the first half. Um, there was two, and I guess I saw a little bit of this in the second half. But this is one of the things that I thought we really picked up on, um, and towards the second half and stopped doing was there was two like specific kind of plays I noticed when we were like trying to build up. Um, one that I saw a lot, like on you said on the counters where we didn't really get one, is we would play the ball up and we would get it out to a wing, and then we would leave them stranded. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a Sprio or a Jimmy Chara on the other side, you know, we'd get the ball up to them and be like, all right, they got the ball. And they'd be completely stranded. 
Yeah. And it's like, we did that a lot. Or, or maybe it was, um, I don't know, I mean, maybe it was more up top who'd come out yeah, wide. Yeah, that just would happen too, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, and then we just didn't have anyone linking up with them. And then even if they managed to get to the byline, they had no options for the cross. There was people all on them. Um, and most of the time, that really just didn't turn into anything. So I... And then the other play that I noticed a lot, and again, these are both things that I think we did a much better job of in the second half cutting out, was those weird through balls to Diego Valeri. Yeah. I saw like four of those where like he's cutting yeah. across the face and we tried, and he didn't get to any of them. No, he's ne- like, I don't he's never why, going to. why he's the guy who needs to be taking, like, why are we playing those to him? This is the one dude who we can't afford to like have sprint after balls like that. Yeah, I mean, if anything, lob it up for Dyrone or Mora and then have them bring it down and then play it back to Valeri and then we can get something going. I mean, it really just seemed like the passing from, like, as it evolved from the back line up through to the attack was really just disjointed. I mean, it wasn't it really seemed like It seemed like it was so mechanical. Like, we were going through the movements. We're like, all right, pass here, pass here, pass there. That's it, we're there. Mm-hmm. But it was no idea of like really we weren't trying to break down the defense really yeah it was like we were like trying to make these very specific passes whether that pass made sense or not mm-hmm. and i'm for valeria i mean someone who first of all does not have a lot of speed um <laughs> and second of all his hold-up play has never really been his strong suit um he's always been yeah, much better you, with the ball with his feet going forward yeah yeah so i mean that just didn't make any sense it was just a weird and I, saw that, I saw that so many times i just had to bring it up yeah um no that's a good point i mean Overall, like, the Timbers really just struggled in general to pass the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. we we passed it at 73% was our overall completion rate, which is, yeah. like, nowhere near where we usually want to be. Uh, in the attacking half, it was 63%, and then the final third, it was 56 Ugh. So, yeah. It was, those are, it was those pretty, are not great numbers. <laughs> yeah, pretty grody. Uh, for comparison, America's numbers were 82 70 and 64 respectively so yeah i mean they which i mean i don't have to tell you they did a much better job passing the ball than us but oh way better like when williamson isn't really giving you any connection with espria at all or like i mean barely any to diego i don't even know shoot i can't remember him really linking up with valeria at all or no me neither that matter I mean, it seemed like going forward, Williamson was really, really struggling in the attacking half. Yeah, it was strange because I I think that he suffered from, like, what we were talking about earlier was, like, the all-gas, no-breaks kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out all-gas, no-breaks, I guess. Um, but, <laughs> but, like, he was just, he seemed like he always thought he had less time than he actually did. Yeah. You know, he would get the ball and he would instantly try to make a pass. And whereas if he just waited another half second or so or like looked looked around a little more, he had more options or he could have, you know, played the pad, the ball more precisely. Mm-hmm. And as a result, like, I don't know, it just seemed like, like it was like the pace of the game was getting to him, but like it, it wasn't even so much the pace. It was like, he was like, I don't trying to do too much, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to explain because again, like we kind of hype up Dyrone as or not Tyrone. We kind of hype up Williamson as this guy that can like, oh, he's such a dynamic midfielder. Like he's a good good defender, which we did see him have a lot of good tackles today. Yeah, uh, alongside Chara. Um, but he can also go forward and like he can almost play the ten if he wants to. Like that's what he used to play for T two. 
did not look like that today. I mean, he, yeah, again, he, he just had a tough time, like, linking things up. And it's not necessarily his fault because, like, you need guys to move around and give you more options. Um, obviously, like, guys like Dyrone, it's hard to, like, create a passing network with. I mean, for uh-huh. him, you kind of just got to get it to him and get it out of the way, um, <laughs> which worked, though. Like, I mean, yeah. we saw him make good moves. Oh, I love Dyrone this game. He had a great yeah. game. Yeah, he did have a great game. I was, I was, I was really disappointed that they decided to pull him off. Um, although I, I get why you know you want to bring on Luria in that spot, but I mean, didn't they take him out for Bodily? I guess it was like a double sub. Um, I think they, I think Bodily was mostly playing on the left, though. Kind Wait, of who did they bring on spot. for? So okay, so it was, um, was Luria and then Zabrano. Oh, you're right. Luria took Valeri. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, which, by the way, like. We'll get to this. Well, never mind. We'll get to it in the second half. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's talk about the second half now. I mean, Aspri almost scored the goal of the season. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> to start the second half. That's how good our start was to the second half. I mean, yeah. Aspri- I mean, Asprius was was about to be. He was, it was almost his Puskas nomination. Dude, like back to the goal against two defenders, and the next thing, like the next thing I see when I look up is the ball hit the top top of the bar or i guess it was the post really i couldn't really tell um but just what a turn what a shot like what a piece of skill i guess is what you call it to get yeah. past those two guys like, it was so funny because when like while that was happening i was saying like oh laria's got himself into a nice spot but like i but like this is just a place where he's usually too predictable yeah you know and I'm like, I'm like, oh god, we're gonna see the same thing as you try to bang across. It's gonna get deflected. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, and then he gets trapped, and I'm like, all right, like, is like, this is his chance, you know, trying to pull off something special, you know. And then, oh my god, what a move! I mean, yeah. it was like, cause it it wasn't just like, I mean, it was a it was a, it was a very nice technical move, very quick. I mean, a really tight space. It was it was great, but it was just like, it really caught me off guard. I wonder if it caught the defense off guard too. Um, but he was, I mean, just completely surrounded, you know, and he just looked calm on the ball. I mean, yeah. he, it's like normally that's a place where like, you know, most people just panic, try to hit a ball, maybe win a corner or something. But like he drew like a triple team or I think there's like a, there's like three people on him. Um, and he just stays composed, uh, makes a move and hits, you know, just an absolutely beautiful looking shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't ask for like a better place ball. I mean, I guess a little bit inside of the boat. Maybe, yeah. A little bit, a little bit down, a little bit, a little bit to the side. Generally but, speaking, uh, I mean, you can't like, place it any better from that from that kind of angle too i mean just chipped it right over ochoa's head and it, was de- it looked destined to drop in but yeah i mean if, if that's in if that's you know six inches lower it's not like it's getting saved i mean no no it's not it's one of those where you kind of just expect the goalie to be able to make a play because of the angle and like where ochoa is but i mean it's, uh-huh. it's hard to get those sort of angles down like, he, he kind of just throws an arm up at it, and it is flailing for it. Um, but, okay, that certainly wasn't the only chance of the second half. I mean, You know, we had several all in a row, um, right around, like, the, you know, 60th minute mark or so. Uh, yeah, that one was, like, about 10 minutes after that Dyron won. Um, we had that long ball. I can't remember who plays it. Uh, I don't think the clip shows it. Um, from the angle, I think it's Dario. Uh, no, sorry, it's Diego Chara playing from at the midline um, and the ball gets headed and Jimmy Chara gets on the end of it and just hits it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So agonizingly close. It's one of those ones where like, 
when I watched it in live time, I was like, oh, why don't you just take a touch, cut it back across? And then when you watch the replay, you realize like, like oh, how yeah. far the ball away, the, how far the ball was away from him. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he even managed to get that almost on target was actually pretty impressive because, like, it looked like I was like, oh, what is he doing? But when you watch the replay, I mean, that that ball was way, way the hell out there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just managing to even get something on it, let alone, like, almost get it into the far post. Um, it would have been beautiful, but... Another one where Ochoa isn't necessarily, like, in the best position to make a play on this. I mean, yeah. he kind of just, like, throws his body at it, or, like, throws, like you know, gets big and sort of goes after it, but he realizes it's going wide, so... Yeah, another chance goes wanting. Yeah, um, we had the we had a one another one off a corner, a Mabiala with a header. Oh, that's right! Um, it was a wide open header. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man. So that was one of those ones where, like, based on like the, the camera angle, I like thought it was in the back of the net. Mm. Like, I mean, Mabiala is great in the air. He has a great job winning headers. Um, and I think it got called back for a foul actually, so I don't even think it would have counted. Oh. Um, but I mean. He, He's got to put that on frame. He was probably only on. eight yards out. Give had a really nice look at it. No one, no one on him. He gets a ton of power on the header. Gets it down into the ground and up. Um, I mean, it's a great header. It's just, I mean, you got to be putting it on frame there. Yeah. I mean, it's almost never getting saved if you can get that inside of the posts. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what minute that was in, but like you're saying, Me neither. It, was, it was somewhere in like the 60s or late 60s, early 70s, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, and I, I mean, maybe it's good he didn't make it because it would have been called back and I would have, it would have been heartbreaking. <laughs> but ex- like, give us a chance to complain at the refs, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, which, by the way, the refereeing, I thought, was good in this game. I actually did think it was good, too. Um a lot of yellow cards. A lot of yellow cards. Yeah, which like is understandable though because there were a ton of yellow card offenses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really were. Sorry, I yawned there. Damn, it's... Are you getting tired? Yeah, I guess started. so. <laughs> I don't know, all the adrenaline is starting to wear off and uh, getting sleepy. <laughs> yeah, midterm attitude is coming back. <laughs> oh god, I don't. I don't want to think about that. I'm sorry, I said that. <laughs> uh, if I'm not on the next episode of the podcast, at a heart attack, uh, trying to prep for my econ midterm. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, okay, as the game went on, I mean, obviously Portland's pressure kind of wavered uh, as the yeah. second half went on. I mean, you can't keep up that kind of pace uh, that we started out with unless you're, like, Man City. Um, and, I mean, credit to Club America. They did a much, they did yeah. a good job after that initial rally of, like, slowing down the pace, controlling more of the ball. They did a, they, because they were kind of losing, losing grasp of the game for a bit. Um, yeah. And they kind of sensed that. It seemed like they... You know, that, that was also, there's a lot of fouls. They took their time, you know, took some of the sting out of our attack and did a good job slowing the game back down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they're a very seasoned team. Like, this is clearly, yeah. like, I don't want to say better. No, it is clearly a better, a better side than what we usually see. Yeah. Obviously what we usually see in MLS, but what we usually see from the Timbers as well. I mean... Like this is this is no marathon here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like there's a reason these guys are still the favorites to win the ch- to win the uh, the entire thing, the Champions League. Like, I mean, this is a seasoned team who knows how to like control the game when they need to, and they did for most of the game. I mean, again in the second half, like I think we won the possession battle. I'll have to check up on that, but I mean, overall, it still seemed like. Club America were in control after those like first few minutes of the second half. Yeah, you know, I think it's weird because I think this game, 
um, we had a lot of good. Um, I think we we had we had some pretty decent chance creation, really, especially in the second half, um, in yeah. the attacking third, and we did pr we did a pretty good job of defensively in in our own defending third. Mm -hmm. They really didn't have a ton of other chances, um, and really no other good ones other than the penalty. But the midfield was all theirs. Yes, yes um, it was. which was something that was weird because you don't normally see that where like one team is like has is doing good on defense and in the attacking third and yet lacking the midfield. Yeah, usually um, that's the spot where we see the we kind of you know mentally check it off as like okay the Timbers can you know do well in the midfield. It's all about like getting into that attacking space and like finishing. Um, but we were really struggling. Like the again. Just overall quality and technical ability of these players was far ahead of where we were. Yeah, but I think that we did a good job, like counting. Because, like, if you look at like our the way we attacked, I mean, especially the way we got the penalty at the end, and so many of other good attacks, we're just off of playing like really direct long balls, yes. yeah. and not so much like in behind the defense, but like balls into like the heads of our forwards, into the chests of our forwards to settle, and uh, we ended up just bypassing the midfield a lot that way. And um, it was really effective, mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah, it was. Uh, way more so than that style of uh, you know football usually is. Yeah, I mean, le let me go to the stats here real quick. Uh, Diego Chara, four of ten long balls. Um, let's see. Let me just sort it so I can actually read it. Jeff, seven of seventeen. Zuparic, three of nine. Uh, Bravo, one of five. Laris, two of five. Like. We we're putting up volume shots in terms of long yeah. balls. <laughs> and the thing is, like normally we see long balls, like a lot of them are like um, uh, like lateral long balls. These were like direct. These like yeah. yeah, these were direct. Like almost none of these long balls were were cross field switches. They were all like into the forwards, which is why like the the completion is a lot lower. But like those are always going to be a lot lower completion when you're when you're going direct. Yeah. Uh, up and down the pitch like that. And I mean another thing that kind of disheartened some of, well, disheartened's a bad word that uh, didn't help us in attack a lot of the time was Jimmy Chara just had like maybe his worst game as a timber I mean the dude lost the ball uh, he lost possession 21 times in this match tied with Valeri like we expect that out of Valeri because he's supposed to be the creator and I mean that's just what usually happens when he gets you know usually you get that many opportunities and yeah you'll lose the ball a lot but it, you do it enough times where you can have the ball enough times to make good key passes. Um, but Jimmy didn't really even do that. Uh, he just really, really struggled. I mean, Bravo too. He comes up next on the list of uh, lost possessions. But I mean, even when Jimmy did get the ball and like was going into a position where usually we see him do something, he's really good usually at like getting to the top of the box He'll have the ball. He'll dribble a little bit. If he finds an opening, go for it. And, you know, either dribble or shoot, which obviously he's very good at that. He scored a hat trick last week or uh -huh. two weeks ago. Um, or usually he'll, like, make us make the smart pass. He'll play it back to Valeria at the top of the box or, like, out wide. Or, you know, he'll even, like, maybe play it down the line for Van Rankin to come and cross it in. Uh, or Bravo if he's on the other side. But, I mean... It, it just seemed like he kept dribbling straight into, or not even straight into, but he would just not get rid of the ball, and all of a sudden, like, Club America players are all around him, and then he's lost the ball already. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna hop to Jimmy's defense real quick here because I do agree that this was one of his. This was not a good performance from him. But I to say one of his worst games because I do think he gave a lot to us in terms of effort. I mean, he was he was all over the place, um, both on offense and on defense. He did. And yeah. In okay. terms he of did track back a lot. On technical defense. ability. I mean, he had lots of he had several good track backs on um, winning the ball, and he had a lot of giveaways. You're right. And I mean, in terms of finishing, I mean. It was definitely not his best game, but I did, I do feel like he was an important player for us this game, just in terms of like maintaining the energy and, um, you know, keeping, keeping the pace of play up and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, again, like you're saying, I mean, it certainly wasn't a good performance for him, but I, I, I'm hesitant to say it's one of his, to like say it's like his worst. Um, Because I do think he did some good things, even if it's not, like, necessarily what we're used to seeing from him. I mean, in saying that, I'm taking into account the fact that, like, he usually plays very well for us. Yeah, that, okay, that's, that is true. Alright, I guess, I guess I see what you're saying. Anyway, um, what else, what else do we have to talk about in the second half? Um, Um, (laughs) I mean, they had a, they had a bunch of, they had a couple of good, okay. They had one really, um, good free kick opportunity off of, uh... Actually, they had a couple of decent free kick opportunities. Um, one in the corner from uh, Mabiala, mm-hmm. um, and another one from the other opposite side. I think Bravo committed the foul there. Um, I think that might have been his card. Was it? Or no, no, his card no, was, his was when he, was in the first half. Yeah. yeah. No, his card was when he kicked the ball off uh, one of their players after fouling him. Yeah. I mean, and that was like, yeah, Bravo really kind of lost his head this game. Um, Kind of, was pretty lucky not to pick up both him and Zuperich after getting a yellow. Um, had really, really tackles. questionable fouls yeah. that, like, if they had not already had a yellow, definitely would have been a yellow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, at least they're fine. I mean, with Dario, he's still suspended, but I mean, it's yeah, he didn't have 10 people on the field at the end of the game. Yeah, good god. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> like, oh, it would have been so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I, my heart was. And the thing is, because like he committed the foul, but like I'm pretty sure that the ball was gonna was going straight to Mabial anyway. And I was like, oh my god, if he gets a red card over this, this is gonna be yeah. this is gonna be all time bad vibes. Yeah, honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean, Clovermore did like it. Really, this is what made part of what made the finish so exciting was like there was a little spell towards the end where club america were really like just kind of possessing the ball i mean they were kind of wasting i mean they were time wasting not oh yeah blame dude do you see um who was it on their team that was like doing the worm to try to make sure he got his injury his injury back onto the field so they could they had to stop play okay, i did not see that oh god he <laughs> like he like that. went out uh he like went out of bounds was hurt lying down like crawled back in bounds <laughs> so they could still have play. to stop play yeah yeah can't blame him. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I mean, it's annoying, but like, it was kind of funny at the same time. And yeah. uh, you know, if that were a Timber doing it, I'd, I'd, I'd be enjoying I'd it. So it. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd, I'd love it too. So I mean, the amount that I can really get mad is kind of limited. Uh, would you qualify that as your MLS moment of this match? <laughs> oh man, my MLS moment. See, it's I, I almost feel weird coming because it wasn't even a uh, an MLS game. Um, I mean, we created this segment during the marathon game, I think. Yeah, oh, I guess you're right. Okay. All right, MLS moment. Um, I I know my submission. I already wrote it down. 
Mine yeah, is you wrote it down. Santiago Solari wearing his mask upside down for the <laughs> entire match. Nobody decided yeah. to tell him that, hey, dude, the reason you can't keep this thing on is because it's upside down. <laughs> yeah, because it was, it was under his nose the entire game. <laughs> yeah, literally right under his nose. <laughs> That's my <laughs> moment. I didn't even notice that it was upside down until I, uh, I checked the Twitter. And I yeah. was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Um... Honestly, I think it speaks to the to the to the level that this game was played at that I really am having a hard time thinking of a good MLS moment. There were a you lot know? of like quality ones in this game. I mean, I guess you could say like the final moment was sort of an MLS moment. Yeah, it's more of a it, Concacaf moment actually. Maybe, maybe we should change the. Uh, change the terminology for yeah <laughs> it's funny i missed so much of the decision right before the penalty because i was jumping up and down when it happened and for some reason that caused my st- my uh my thing to crash oh no like right after they called the penalty That's so i was like mode. panicking trying to like reset uh my fox sports on like on my xbox and it was like taking forever to boot up and i was like i was like screaming at the tv <laughs> God. But I got it. I got it just in time for the penalty. Um. <laughs> my mom and brother called me in like the 70th minute to like help my brother set up housing. Cause, <laughs> cause, uh, shout out my little brother Nico. He is now an Oregon Duck officially. Um, but anyways, I- <laughs> and you said you said go to Barnhart. I was like, well, now you could live in Earl, but you want to live on the lower floors. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't want to live in Earl. Well. Earl's okay. It's not. It's not the worst. I think you might get in the new ones actually that they're building on the Humpy Lumpy lawn. Oh really? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, those would be cool. Okay. Anyways. Um, yes. <laughs> we're we're really really stretching it out, uh, but I think it's finally time to get to the final moment of this match. Um, oh man. Like so, you just said, the jumping up and down, the like I was out of my seat at that point. Because um, again, it was our final. Like. It, it felt like the game was already over. I had already sort of put it away in my head that, like, okay, we're uh-huh. probably not getting a goal from this one. Like, once Blake Bodily is on and Diego Valeri is off, it, it's really, really tough. Oh, and also, I want to mention, uh, I feel really bad for Christian Paredes. Uh, oh, yeah, my God, we 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 completely forgot about Paredes. Um, <laughs> poor guy. Comes yeah. And gets, like, Sorry, it's crazy. And then just gets freaking ran over. Yeah, I'm not even sure what was. I don't remember the initial because because the play that ended up knocking him out was not. It wasn't. Uh, I don't think that's where the cause the cause of the injury was. It looked like he like tweaked something that had already happened. Um, oh, and he was holding his knee. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure what it was. It didn't look good. That's for sure. Um, which is really disappointing. First of all, just for anybody. I mean, it, it's yeah. you always hate to see. You know, a player, and you could see how you could see how upset he was coming out the field. That's it's always really hard, um, as you know, a fan to to watch something like that. I mean, I've I've definitely had moments where I've you know you you get you get those injuries that you know. I mean, it's it's like it's an emotional thing, not just because of like the pain or the injury, but like because you know like how much you're gonna miss, you know, and how like. Oh, and I mean, this match I mean, means more to him than like anyone. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah he's from Club years. America. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a he, huge match for him. Um, and I was really excited to, I was really excited to see him in it, and um, and I, I remember thinking he was looking good for the two or three or touches, whatever, um, he had. Not that really, that's any sort of uh, 
indication here. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna check how many. Uh, it says he had zero for two completed passes. <laughs> so oh. there's that. Well, rough night all, right. all around for Christian. Uh, hope he gets better. And yeah, hopefully it's not as serious as it looked. Yeah, because it um, looked pretty bad. It looked bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. That was. But anyway, <laughs> the game went on, and uh, honestly, on. it felt like that gave a little bit of fire to the Timbers. Um, yeah, I, def- I think it did. Again, this was just a ferocious match. Like, I can't, I'm having trouble, like, describing it if you didn't watch the game. Like, people were just flying all over the place. I mean, super aggressive challenges, and just everybody really going for it. It was really... A yeah, it was a lot of fun. Match. That whole second half was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, and the first half was <laughs> fun too in a, in a slightly different way, but yeah, the first half was still was fun when we still thought we had like a good chance to win the game, uh-huh. and, like maybe you know that we could be in it. Second half was like it felt like slowly dying for a little bit. Um, again, we're avoiding what happened until the very end, uh, where we get this long ball up from uh, Chara, I think. Uh, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. yeah, it was from Chara. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a similar spot as to the one that uh, Jimmy almost converted earlier. But like you're talking about, just this direct ball. I mean, he's he's kind of off to the side, so in that way it's diagonal. But direct in the sense that he's like just kicking it towards the goal, like as, oh, yeah. as much as he can, just putting it in a dangerous area. I mean, if, by the time it gets down, you got four timbers in the box, more challenges for the header, and it gets popped up to Luria who, at the edge of the six, all I wanted him to do was just shoot. shoot I know, just shoot, shoot. shoot. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, just he, shoot the ball. He cuts and it back. He and cuts it back once. He, he takes another touch, gets barreled into, which could have been a penalty itself right there. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how that – I mean, I'm looking at the replay right now. I mean, he's still facing the goal, and 14, whoever that is, just clatters into the back of him, doesn't really get the ball. Uh, and then the ball bounces out to Bravo, who just finally shoots it, thank God. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it goes off the hand of... Who is that? Uh, damn it, I can't remember his name. Um, and I can't really see his number from the replay. Uh, dyed hair guy, whoever that is. <laughs> the guy with the pink hair. Number oh. 018. All that means it is... Sorry. Bruno Valdez, the center back. Um, oh, okay. Uh, he basically just kicks it into his hand uh, on the ground, <laughs> and it's a penalty. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's pretty. Un- if you're, if you're, a, if you're a fan of Club America, it's not a penalty you want to see. It's a pretty frustrating penalty. So, Reese, Mister Ball to Hand guy, uh, wh- what do you think of this? If from a, from a totally neutral perspective, what are you thinking of this call? <sighs> okay, so. All right, man. I might need to pull it up to get another look at it. My my opinion at the time um, was that uh, <laughs> it was a penalty. But then again, if you're gonna tell me that that I was uh, I was maybe a little bit influenced um, by uh, what was going on at the time, uh, I'm gonna say that that was possible. <laughs> so I mean, oh God, let's see if we can get another look at it. Yeah, I'm just Unless waiting for the super slow-mo replays to show up. I mean, here's the thing. He's, like, throwing himself at the ground, basically. Yeah. And, like, that in itself is not a, quote, natural position. I mean, he literally just dives in front of the ball 
to block it. Yeah, he really with does. His entire body. And, like, it doesn't really hit his hand very much <laughs> to be... Like, it just kind of hits his arm and stops on the other side of him. Yeah. It's hard... It, okay, I think that it's hard because any time um, you have a... You have a spot where someone takes a shot and their hand even if it was kind of in a natural spot if like if it if it blocks a shot on goal um or a shot that looks like it might have been on goal you see them give the penalty almost every time yeah um even if it's something that if it had not been on goal if it was a pass maybe not wouldn't have been given if it's any time you see a shot that like and that one it's hard to tell you know it's not yeah there, I'm not even sure it is on goal. Like, yeah, because it gets it gets because he deflects off his chest before it even hits his arm. Yeah. Um, if I'm to be honest, I'm fine with a no call there. Um, you heard I, it here I, first, folks. I don't know. I don't know. I I I totally see why they called it, and like I I don't hate the call, but like I think it's I definitely could see an argument either way. The thing is, so here's the thing is. Initially, when this play happened, I thought that the referee was calling a foul against the Timbers. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Whistle and Bravo like very badly steps on the defender's (laughs) (laughs) right after this shot. Um, Or I thought he might have been calling like a handball on us because it kind of looks like it pops up on uh, Mora like right afterwards, or maybe it was Bravo. I can't really tell whose arm it hits, but. I mean, I okay. I genuinely think it is the right call because I am of the opinion that if it hits your arm or hand anywhere at any time, it's a foul slash penalty. Like I have no sympathy for defenders whatsoever. We don't have to have this debate right now, but just know that Reese and I differ on that opinion. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. In in this particular case, again, I'm I'm more I I could see it either way. Yeah. Um, and again, it's just all through and through. It's sketchy. I mean, it, yeah. It's, I also, I mean, I had such a hard time really being objective about it because I wanted to be a penalty so bad. I mean, normally I'm kind of able to like, you know, try to try to put try to put my bias aside. But with with something like this, like, oh, it was just it was just it was just so exciting. Um, and then Mora like seeing screaming Geo to get you fired up again. Yeah. Oh man, I I love screaming Geo. Oh, it's the best. I wish um, I wish the Timbers were more. Geo. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get more Geo memes. We really um, do. Because he makes yeah. some he makes some great faces. Yeah, we got the um, personalities down. There's a great uh, at faux Geo on Twitter does a great job. Um, <laughs> but yeah, overall, like, I wish we could. I feel like if he was here a few years earlier than we hired him, like, I feel like that was more the meme era of like. Like, we're going to make memes out of anything and everything, you know? Yeah. Um, now it's more of, like, a, a novelty thing. But either way, I mean, we need some more memes. I agree. Uh-huh. I'll put my new Photoshop skills to work <laughs> if I can find some All memes. right, bet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so the actual penalty. Um, you know, it's with Diego Valeri on the bench. Yeah, um, that's it's always thing. like we were who's like, gonna, who's take, gonna it, take it, you know? And we don't have a Bobasi, you know, we don't have Nizgoda, we don't have Valeri. Yep, it's like... Yep. Who's going to take Who's it? Who's going to take like, the penalty? Um, Mora steps up. Yeah, I was glad. Yeah, I, was, I think Mora was the guy. Mora's the right the, call. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What, once I saw Mora step up, I was like, okay, good decision. Because before I was really, yeah, I was thinking Jimmy. I was thinking, you know, maybe Luria tries or, you know, maybe we go to like mm-hmm. Zuperich or something. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but then once Mora stepped up, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is 
it, it should be Mora. Yeah, we got And uh, he proves us right with an excellent penalty. Yeah, it was even better than Martinez's penalty. Yeah, so really cool, really collected. Doesn't smash it. He just gets that right in the corner. Keeper goes the wrong way. Um, I was so scared it was going wide when he first. Hit oh my god! Because it was so oh. hard. It, like it was as. It really it was like in the side netting. Yeah. Touching it. Yeah, it really was in the side netting. Uh, with a right-footed player going to the right side, like that's uh-huh. really perfectly placed. Um, and by the time he hits this thing, the time on the clock is like six fifty. <laughs> Oh yeah, the penalty, the like the ball that got sent into the box that we ended up getting the penalty off of was it had already been four minutes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So like when Chara plays that ball, like the referee can blow his whistle at any time. Yep. You know the game is basically over. That's the thing that's so funny about like soccer. Argue for a while. Oh, I love is, it. Is like when I watch you know any Timbers game where we're down a goal or where it's tied at the end and I'm we're trying to search for a last minute winner. You know. Every time in those last those last four or five minutes, you're like, oh come on, and you're you're getting it, and then it doesn't, you don't score, and then the next game it's just same situation, you don't score, and then you don't score, and you don't score, and it keeps going on like that, and then finally you get you get a moment like this, yeah, and then this just keeps you going for the next twenty games, you know, <laughs> yeah, that obviously. are like that. Yeah. yeah, the next twenty games you believe it's coming because of this one moment, oh, then it I'm, won't come I'm for a year and a half, <laughs> and then and then it comes again, and then it just rejuvenates you, you know. I'm still running off that Andrew Jean Baptiste header from like 2013 or whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like that was like the only other big stoppage time moment for us. Obviously, I mean like Seattle uh, was was, that it was like Maxi Maxi Rudy's goal. I mean that was just um, late. That wasn't in stoppage time. I guess you're right. That was in X or yeah. Yeah, it was like 117 or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I okay. guess that Any, was anyways, more anyway, yeah. penalty and uh I don't think he really thinks through the celebration because it's one of those where, like, usually if you jump over, like, the ad boards in, like, a regular, or I guess there's no regular, but, like, more typical soccer stadium, you have fans, like, a lot closer to the field than yeah. the Timbers Army North End is. And, like, you can't, you, it's so tall that you can't even, like, reach up and, like, have you can't even You can't get up at all. You're just kind of standing underneath them. <laughs> so instead, he just opts to, which, the leaping over the ad boards, I love. I mean, nothing. I love it. No, it's a great. Oh, I, yeah. It gives me, like, flashbacks to, like, uh, the Hungarian Did you see, um, Euros. who was it? Uh, the Ajax player, Klausen, uh, scored uh, last weekend in their first game with fans back. And he goes over the ad boards and, like, is running a lap around with the fans. I love that. Um, so much fun. Which is, which is great. Yeah, he was like right up with him. He was like, you know, making running around on the front. It was, it was, it was really cool to see. Like, there was no more hype celebration than like celebrating with the fans. You can have oh, your yeah. backflips, you can have like your cha chas and like group dance celebrations, but nothing is more hype. Dude, I'm I, I, straight I, to the fans. I hate the dancing celebration. Like, yes. uh, well, I, I, I like the, I mean, it's okay in like a, but like in a, Okay, I guess I guess I should specify here. In like really like high pressure, like in important like when you're up two zero already, yeah, sure, go ahead and dance. But like in a in a really important goal, you know, I liked I liked this the fan celebrations going to the corner, you know, the classic like team mob celebrations. Um I don't know. That's just me personally. Um But yeah, you're right. Going to the fans is like all time. Like like the Dini celebration, you know. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He just just d- jumps into the fans Pure and energy. like there's yeah no and everyone's just all over the place, you know. Everyone's freaking out. Um, you realize what you're slandering right now, right? You're slandering Esprit's penalty against yeah. I'm a sprint. I'm slandering Esprit's penalty. I'm slandering Andy Polo's uh, absolute cracker. <laughs> um, 
both of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm definitely slandering some some classic goals, um, and I I get that, but it depends on the situation. But in general, I'm just kind of against dancing. I mean, I Reese anti dance goal. Got it. It's just not it's just not my favorite. I feel like I feel like it's less hype, you know. Yeah, that's true. I guess uh, <laughs> I like it when it's a cultural thing, though. Or like, dude, you're telling me like the the South African celebration at the World okay, Cup. okay, fine. I'm oh, not. I obviously that was awesome. Yeah, obviously yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> no, when they turn around, that's so sick. Man. Okay, okay, all right. I I'll give I'll give the South African uh what oh <laughs> god Tshabala. Sh- I think it was Tshabala. Shab- I don't. Oh, how do you I say his name? Tshabala, something like that. And whatever the celebration for that goal iconic iconic yeah, really i is. i can't can't hate on that one that was amazing <laughs> um okay but again great penalty by mora um great celebration because he runs straight <laughs> ends up running into merit Mar- yeah Mar- no he goes into merit paulson <laughs> and i'm like i'm like do these guys even know like Mar- if that's merit paulson or i mean yeah, i'm sure they do but like <laughs> but i'm like or is it just some random dude they found behind the behind the ad boards <laughs> they're like ah screw it this guy will do <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a joke uh, about anyway. being a figurehead in there somewhere, but I'll I'll leave it for the Twitter people <laughs> with private accounts. Um, overall, uh, very fun end to the game. Very fun result. Not super confident that we can make it out of the next round, but I mean, yeah, I guess we'll see. Like, you think it's tough to come play at Providence Park? Like, Azteca is a whole different beast, man. Like, yeah, Azteca's like, uh, I think kind of like the last place you want to go if you have a second. Yeah, somewhere. I think like the myth, the, like the mythos surrounding Azteca, like makes it harder to play there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, like the it's it's like it was weird, like a reinforcing effect where like the fact that it's known as being hard to play at makes it so much harder to play at. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, you step onto the field, and I mean, you're in the same so places where the hand of God was scored, and where like Pele won a World Cup and stuff. Like, it's just it's mythical. The same place where the U.S. gets its ass smacked every three. Hey, years. man, you mean the same place where <laughs> Michael Bradley scored a worldie? Okay, don't disrespect. He did score a worldie. And Omar Gonzalez kept Chicharito in his pocket. Never forget. Never forget. Um. Uh, but now, at least there won't be fans there in Azteca. We, yeah. we have that on our side. Um, we also have, well, that's about it. Because the altitude. Yeah, that's about really it. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. For those. If unaware, I'm being completely honest, look, as a as a Timbers fan, I'm really glad there's no fans at the Azteca. But as a soccer fan, I'm a little disappointed there aren't going to be any fans at the Azteca. Yeah, and like, just the idea of like watching like the Timbers play in a packed Azteca stadium. Is pretty awesome. Even though, yeah. like, I know it would make it harder for us, and I'm glad there's no fans. Like, I don't know. The idea of that is pretty cool. Yeah. It, <clears throat> oh, sorry. Uh, Azteca, Estadio Azteca, it's at 7,200 feet above sea level. Yeah. Whew. Elevation. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah, it's up there. Yeah, you thought Mile High in Denver was bad. Uh, <laughs> literally. 2,000 feet higher than that. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a factor in the game. and One goal is all you need. One goal. Yeah, we need, we need to score. We One need to score. Obviously, yeah. 
if I mean, if we go there and don't score, it doesn't matter. We're out. We need one goal. Um, and if we get that goal, then it's anyone's game. Yep, exactly. Um, again, we can even concede one, and if we score one, then now we're back on track for extra time. Or no, yeah. not extra time. Sorry, Concacaf goes straight to pens. Oh my god, 90. they do! I completely forgot about that. Yeah, it's gonna be lit. <laughs> oh my god, pens at the Azteca. Oh goodness. Man. All right. Oh, geez, the thought of that is like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna be. Kind of I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be uh, riddled with uh, anxiety if that happens. Yeah. Anyway, um. Okay. Overall thoughts. I mean, good ish results. We got we got a result. Is my overall thought. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Exactly. We weren't the better team, and we were never going to be the better team. So I'll take it. That said, I thought we I thought we played as like as good as we could really have hoped to play in this game. Yeah. Um. Well. I mean, I I think that you're right that know. they were the better team, but I think we created more chances, more dangerous chances at least. Statistically, um, yeah, but I mean. I think a lot of that is because they just had the lead and the ball for so long in the second half. Yeah. Or they yeah, had I the suppose. lead for so long, I guess. And again, like, it, both teams were, like, really came out, like, went for it when both halves, at the beginning of both halves, and then, like, it settles down, obviously. But, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I thought this was a game the Timbers could win. Um, I did, too. In, uh my my dumbass predicted a 3-0 win for the Timbers just because <laughs> I, I wanted something cool to happen for once. Uh, that would have been cool. Uh, yeah, it would have been nice. Um, but you know what? We'll just do it in the second leg instead. So it's fine. Yeah. Because, uh, by the way, I know we have a ton of injuries. Uh, obviously, Blanco, Obobese, uh Yarick, and Steve Clark all out. Andy Polo still uh, getting through quarantine. And but uh, God they, knows about Paredes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, America were also lacking in players. I mean, they they're kind of playmake. They're Diego Valeri type, who's a young player, is kind of out. Um, starting with Cordova, Sebastian Cordova, remembered his name. Um, and then they also had a defender out who got injured over the weekend. So it wasn't like they were at absolute full strength, but I mean, it's if there was ever a time where you could you know, get one past America, it's right now. And again, yeah. we still have a chance to do that in the second leg. Yeah, I, I look, it's going to be a tough game. We're not going to be the favorites. But I, it's a game that we can win. It's within our grasp. It's close. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. If anything, if nothing else, it will be entertaining. Uh, uh-huh. Although we will be starting Bill Tuiloma at center back. So that'll make it even more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Bill Tuiloma is an entertaining center back because his positioning isn't always great, um, which leads to a lot of fun situations. But he's very strong in the air and is tackling. He goes, he goes out on big tackles. So if you're just looking for pure excitement, uh, Loma is a solid guy. Yeah, he's a solid guy to have back there. I mean, if you're looking for pure excitement, you're in the right place because the CONCACAF Champions League is just a different breed of soccer altogether. Yeah, I was um just just today uh I was looking at um the Concacaf uh schedule and standings and then how the looking at the FIFA Club World Cup 
Um, and really, I mean, we're we're pretty much there. We're pretty. We're almost at. We're almost there uh, against uh, in that final against Man City. You know. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Um. Okay. Uh. So, what's your overall grade of the team for today's performance? All right. I'm gonna give our. I would say if I'm doing a team grade, I'd have to give us a B. Oh, for that's today. What I said. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because again, like you said, it was just a game where I. At home, you know, I would have liked to win, and I thought the first half we looked pretty, really poor offensively. Um, pretty okay on defense. The second half, I mean, I thought we looked good, but I, I wish that we'd um, we didn't necessarily look like we were controlling the game very much. We did a good job of um, creating with what we had, but. I thought that they looked like the better team overall, and although I don't think it was a bad performance from us, um, it's hard for me to give it anything higher than a B, considering the fact that I really don't think we necessarily outplayed them in any way. I agree. I mean, I think a solid B is warranted here. I mean, again, this was... Like, you got to defend your home turf, and I mean, that penalty from Bravo is just so bad. It was really bad. That's really that's really poor, and we were fortunate to get that penalty at the end too. So, based on like how the goals were scored, I think I got to give it a B, because um, that's what really matters, right? Doesn't yeah. you know? Doesn't really matter how you play between the lines; it matters what's on the scoreboard. Um, I think it's funny. Like <laughs> one to one for me always seems like it's like the most neutral outcome of any first leg, you know. One to one, like it's like because if it's zero zero, then the fact that they only need one away goal, yeah. you know, to have the tiebreaker is kind of a big deal. So the two, whichever team kept the clean sheet has a huge advantage. Whereas one one, like teams could very easily score two and go past you, but like yeah. you have to score. And it shows that these teams can score goals against each other. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Obviously, both the goals today came from penalties, but I mean, <clears throat> what gives you know? So uh-huh. I think another thing to point out because it just popped in my head is that uh, the Timbers still haven't given up a pl- uh, a goal in open play since the game in Honduras. Yeah, I guess you're right. All the goals have been from set piece. So I mean, let's count them, right? Vancouver back post header off a corner, uh, <sighs> Dynamo game, which we still have to talk about. By the way, we can just touch on it. We don't have to go deep. Into yeah. It. <clears throat> um, Paredes' own goal was from a set was from a corner, I believe, or no, just a set piece. Uh huh. And then, uh, or no, it was a corner to take it short. And then, um, yeah, the one today was a penalty. So, three goals uh, since we've come back to the states, and none of them have been from open play, which is a good sign. Um, but, <laughs> bottom line, B worthy performance for me. Um, yeah. Nothing outstanding to bump it up to an A. Who was your yeah? Um, the one. Th- keep going. Sorry, you. Keep- um, well, I, what I was gonna say was kind of. I was just gonna say that um, Jeff Atnella looked really good. He did look really um, good. Yeah. Even though he didn't have a ton to do, um, he a lot of his saves were pretty easy, pretty much right at him. Um, he had one really nice save in the first half. The penalty, I don't know. I mean, it's a penalty. Yeah you, you know. can't, yeah, you can't expect... Those you, you can't really that. expect a keeper to save a penalty like that from open play. Yeah. Um, Is he your man of the so match? So I thought he looked good. That's that's why that's why it's funny, because like your segue into that makes me think... Uh, I just wanted to shout out Jeff, but um, for man of the match... 
Oh, man. I'm really tempted to say Mora. Um, just because of how cool he put away that penalty and how much it meant for us. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I have to say Mora. Um, okay. Even though it's not, it's not that's not even necessarily because he was actually the best player of this game. <laughs> I just... I mean, hey, uh, you could make an argument that he was just based on the penalty alone. He provided yeah. the best singular, like most important singular moment of the match for us. Yeah, he stepped up and uh, how coolly he put it away. Because I, I was really stressing without Valeri, I mean, what yeah, we were going to do and without a lot of our other secondary penalty takers. You know, I mean, usually it's like a Bobasi taking it, if not Valeri or, um, you know, maybe Nishgoda, who are both out. So I was like, well, like, who who's going to take it, you know? Yeah. Um, I was I was pretty stressed about that, and then when Morris steps up and puts it away, it was like such, like it was such a feeling of relief, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Diego Chara. I mean, I just think he kind of controlled the game for us. And yeah. Did his usual doing. Um, again, like, let's not forget we played really well against America. Like they could not really break through us very much. Um, yeah. They, yeah, they would possess the ball, and yeah, they could get it into our attacking third, but, I mean, by and large, I feel like Diego Char did a really good job nullifying, and Eric Williamson, by the way, um, especially in the first half, had some good tracking back. But, I mean, yeah, especially with the long balls like we mentioned earlier, I mean, the la- the final one being the one that leads to the penalty, even though it's not technically a successful long ball. Um yeah, I mean, I just thought his positioning was really solid. I thought his passing was really solid. Uh, completed 43 passes out of his 51, so... Yeah. yeah, That's that's actually a good point, because Diego Chara actually did have a very good game in a day where his other two midfield compatriots actually both struggled. I'd say both Williamson and Valeri had kind of off days. Mm-hmm. Um, Valeri, you know, looked a little slow, was caught on the ball, uh, didn't really have a lot of the space he needed to... Um, to really create a lot. Yeah. Um, and Williamson, like we already talked about earlier, but um, yeah, Char was very consistent even um, even when our other two center mids were, were kind of struggling there. So another interesting thing, I mean, I feel like in my head when I do the lineups uh, every week <clears throat> and even when I write them down, in my head, Diego Char is always on like, is always the, uh, obviously they're both center mids and this doesn't make a huge difference, but in terms of lining up, I feel like, He's sort of the the pivot or the holding mid is a little farther to the left, and Williamson is the one on the right. Uh, uh-huh. And it was the opposite today. Williamson was by and large on the left, and Char on the right. I don't know. I just thought that was. Oh really? I didn't. Even, I don't even think I noticed that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really notice it until like a little later in the first half. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make a huge difference because I mean, either of them can play either spot, but. Hmm. I thought that was noteworthy since we're talking about yeah. Diego. This is the first time we've had a different man of the match, by the way, uh, all season. Um, is that true? Yeah. Huh. Oh. Right. Yeah, yeah, it is. I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah, I'm giving it to Mora. Also, I want to I shout out Aspria really quick because... He um, did have a good game. He had a great game, and he got pulled out kind of early-ish, at least, yeah, a little, not, not super early, but he got pulled out um, like midway through the second half, and um, he was making a, he was making a serious uh, serious um, like contention for man of the match. Case for himself, yeah. Yeah, case for himself. <clears throat> Jesus, thank you. No, you're good. <laughs> I was just struggling it's there. Late. It's past. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, 
Anything else you want to hit on from this match? Oh man, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think we, I think I pretty much covered everything that I uh, had wanted to talk about. Yeah. Oh, my last thing. Uh, Blake Bodley. We saw Geo. Okay, here's my deal with Blake Bodley. Right. His first meaningful minutes last year were in our most meaningful minutes of the season. Do I believe uh-huh. he can develop into like a sound MLS winger or maybe forward or something? Sure. Are these matches really the time to do it? I mean, I know we're thin, but like, are we really that thin where we're bringing on bodily? <sighs> yeah, he was not. I mean, it's a tough. It's a tough. It's a tough ask. You know, it's not. A, it's not a spot you really expect someone to step in with that little experience uh, against a team like this. But he he didn't look like he was really prepared for this level. No, not, not that he wasn't prepared. He was. This game was like he didn't have enough time to adjust to it. At least. Yeah, I mean, guy uh, comes in five minutes left in the game. It's always tough to do that, but yeah, I don't know. I I just feel like I mean, our minutes can be better spent on other people. Yeah, in, I I in have these to agree. Games. In regular MLS games, I honestly don't have a problem with him starting against Houston. Like maybe not at center forward, but like I, I didn't really see a problem with him getting a lot of minutes. I mean, I think he played. You know, he held his own in that match. Uh, I can't really say the same for this one, but again, it's a touches thing. Yeah, I mean it's a touch. Th- Again, it's, it's not. It's not that it's not. Um, it's just, he. He did not have enough impact on the game at all. He looked like he was not. He wasn't really helping us out there. I mean, I think you're right that maybe in a game like this, it's better to just if we're light, leave someone in. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, do you want to talk about the Houston match a little bit? Uh, um. We yeah. Did sure. End up skipping that one. Um, yeah. We. Yeah. Because was, of the uh, car and Reese being in Portland and everything and. Yeah, this was a. Uh, this was kind of a. This was kind of a crazy week, at least for me, um, with uh, homework because, um, I turned uh, I turned twenty one last week, um, which was uh, a lot of fun, but um, it didn't it didn't lead it wasn't uh, didn't lead to a lot of studying, um, yeah. so I found myself this weekend with uh, a fairly fairly massive hole, um, <laughs> with which I've uh, had to be climbing out of for the last several days. Oh, man. <laughs> it has it's it's not been great. <laughs> um by the way, we're both twenty one now, so we can openly like talk about drinking and drink on the show, so that yeah. might be fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> which which we have which we both had never done before we turned no, twenty one, of course. No, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I tasted I, alcohol for the first time, you know, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's why um, you were so disoriented. <laughs> yeah, um, my first ever hangover. <laughs> Um, okay, so this Houston match uh, that was last, whatever day that was, Saturday? Yeah, yeah. It was Saturday, because there was only one game on Sunday. Um, very interesting match. Uh, I think we were a tiny bit lucky to, well, maybe not lucky. I mean, let's be honest. We were the much better team in this game. Um, yeah. I, I, the goal from Espria helps in the first half by a lot. Um, uh-huh. and having it be so early kind of allowed us to, you know, just mentally have the upper hand for a lot of the game. Um, I'm struggling to remember a ton about this, uh, off the top of my head. I mean, I'm, I'm scrolling through the feed right now. 
Yeah, it was. It has been a few days ago. It was funny. The first goal, uh, you know, uh, Bonilla to Espria, yeah, uh, yeah. two players who have, you know, kind of kind of given some shtick. Uh, <laughs> Uh, over the over the years, um, but yeah, it was a great it was a great little link up play on the first goal. Bonilla with a really nice move, really not something we've seen a lot from him. Um, I guess we've seen some small flashes of it, but uh, gets by his defender with a really nifty move, and um, Espria with the one time finish into the corner. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a really nice goal. Yeah, um, it was. Um, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> Perez scores the own goal, but I mean, you can hardly blame him. Yeah, it was a bad spot. I mean, just a really good ball that gets put in um, by Pasher, I think. Who, by the way, I was I've been so a little a little context here. Uh, I'm an intern for Lane United, the local team down here in Eugene. Uh, they're a semi-pro club. They play USL two, um, so they play against like the Timbers U twenty threes. Uh, and part of my job is I, like, track their older players and where they're playing. Uh, so one of them, Nick Moon, plays for Indy 11 in USL Championship. And that's also, he was playing alongside Tyler Pasher last year. Um, and so I got to see a lot of Tyler Pasher. And this dude was, like, going nuts every game. He was playing forward, and the man was just banging in goals. I think he had double-digit goals in, like, 11 games or starts or something oh, man. crazy like that. He was absolutely just tearing up the USL Championship. I think it was a great signing by Houston, especially for a club that doesn't like to spend money that much. Oh um, just a good dynamic yeah. guy to bring in. And he was tearing us up in the first half. I mean, he was getting the best of Bravo time after time down that uh, right-hand side for Houston. Um so yeah, there's my little spiel about Tyler. Did, did did you say he was a dynamic dynamo? Huh. Huh. Get it? Own goal by Paredes. <laughs> own goal by Reese. <laughs> I had I I I had to, I had to say it. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's, I forgive you. I, I apologize to I apologize to our viewers. Uh, I promise it won't happen again. <laughs> I understand if you uh, want to give up on us now. Timbers largely controlled that match, and uh, eventually we knocked down a long ball, and Paredes gets the game winner. Uh, it was a great control by Mora to put it right into his path, and it was a fantastic finish by Paredes. Yeah, that that layoff was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, really it was lovely. a great goal. That whole thing, the finish is beautiful. It was, it was. That was that was that was beautiful. Yeah, it was. Great way to end a match in a match that honestly I felt like was destined for one-one uh, as the second half wore on. But yeah, I'm glad we found the winner. That's for damn. Um, I actually I actually missed this goal um, because the reason I was the reason I'm in Portland the reason I was gone um, I actually had a a futsal game. Oh, that's right. Here yeah, in you Portland. Had your game. Yeah. Which yeah. by the way, Reese plays on the same futsal team as Khalif Al Hassan. So uh, he. It's funny. He actually wasn't at our game because uh, his wife is uh, apparently giving birth like that oh. night. Um, Happy. Yeah. Which uh, amazing. I mean, I guess he. I guess he thought that was more important than our futsal game. Um, yeah. You know, really speaks to his level of commitment. But. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, Reese is out here covering covering the game that he had to miss and. He, Came uh, so hope I don't know. Maybe we can get him on sometime. But that's yeah, no, I'll I'll talk to him uh, next time I see him. Um, we'll call that a work in progress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we uh, we played don't a. Your hopes up. <laughs> we played a team from. Yeah. Well, we'll 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 see. We'll see. Uh, it might be it'd be fun, but uh, I'll 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 probably I'll talk to him next time I see him. Um, yeah, we played a played a team out from uh, um. 
New Mexico uh, won uh, barely. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it was a, it was, it was a, it was a tense game. It was like finished like eight to six or something, but like it was like one goal for the last like five minutes. Oh, damn. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I missed, I missed some of the latter parts of the Timbers game, um, which is too bad, but. But yeah, yeah I mean, that I, should not be an issue for uh, next week or anything. So hopefully from now on we'll have a we'll we'll be on time with uh, our yeah, uh, reviews. I'll scold you publicly, <laughs> like I already did. Yeah. Um, okay, I but hate, by I and hate. large, like the Timbers were pretty much in control in this match. Uh, Twenty-three shots to Houston's ten, although only five of them were on target. <laughs> yeah, uh, and we had a bunch of chances late that could have could have had more than two. Yeah, true. Uh, for those keeping score, that's 13 shots off target and five of them blocked, um, which is Yikes. obviously not great. Uh, it's not great. Sofa score says we missed three big chances, which is never never something you want to <laughs> see. Um, in yeah. true MLS fashion, uh, Houston missed three chances of their own. Um, I think the expected goals were in our favor, if I can scroll down fast enough. Yeah, 2.5 to 1.5. So pretty much mm -hmm. the expected outcome in this one. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, decent performance. Uh, it's, we don't have to go super in-depth to it, especially because it was with a rotated squad. That's the best part about it, was that uh -huh. we were able to get three points against a Western Conference opponent with a rotated squad. Uh, so I'm going to give that uh, performance an A. Yeah, um... Yeah, I'll give it. I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna give it an A minus, um, just because. I mean, their goal, you know, was kind of a fluke, but we did. I think we could have had a couple more goals we didn't capitalize on, um, and we did. We did have a couple opportunities that they didn't capitalize on, so it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't as open and shut, you know, as uh, I think it could have been. But, but yeah, I, 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 I thought we played very well. Um, for the most of the game that I saw, um, and then the other stuff that I saw afterwards, um, and uh, always nice to pick up three points, especially like what you said with um, a rotated squad. So yeah, do you want to name a man of the match? Um, man of the match for that game, man. Ah, uh, I think I think I go with Paredes. Okay. Um, yeah, I I admit that that's probably a little bit a little bit uh. A uh, bias based on his last goal, um, which was just beautiful. No, I mean um, he, he's like the—that's the sort of incumbent pick for this one. I mean, redeem yourself after an own goal, especially in that fashion. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean the own goal, like it was such a weird play. I don't. I I have a hard time uh, blaming him too much yeah. for that, uh, especially because a couple of players in front of him really should have got their head to it, and he was probably surprised it even hit him. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it to Espria, but. I mean, yeah. I, also I could also well. give it to Pareto. Yeah, um, Aspria having a really good start to the season. Yeah, he really is. I mean, again, we've been, like, asking Gio why he's in the lineup for, like, two or three years now um, <laughs> over guys like even Marvin Luria at some points I've been asking for. Yeah. Um, who could just develop. But, oh, man, he's... We're, he's really using his skills in the right way. I mean, yeah, he's way less of like the of like the you know kind of like the dumb turnovers. Um, and yeah, you're right. He's he's using his pace, using his speed. Um, he's been good. He's yeah, had, we even saw that today against Club America. Yeah, I mean, he's had a lot of he's got himself in a lot of good spots, especially when um the Timbers are struggling in, to get into those spots. Um, 
So yeah, I've I've loved what I've seen from Aspire so far this season. Yeah, he's um, a different type of attacker too. I mean, even uh, like Jimmy Chara, yeah, he's fast and stuff, but he's not the, he's not going to make a play like Dyron does, where like he can touch it and then just burst around a guy um, and get to the byline and get a cross in. So uh, again, using his pace well, using his physicality well, he's just making the most of what he's got and. Uh, I commend him and Gio for it. It's been great. Yeah. I'm excited. Anyway. Okay. You know, Is there anything else one? on my list here? Um, obviously still waiting on word about the Paredes injury. Um, yeah. I'm trying to look it up now. Uh, maybe I shouldn't do that on the fly. Did you watch the Champions League game earlier today? I, I, uh, them. I, well, I missed... I missed, um, I didn't watch the CONCACAF one. I managed to see the last 25 minutes mm -hmm. of the PSG Man City game, mm -hmm. which was a lot of fun. Um, I, I, I got back, like, right as the second goal was scored. Because um, I, uh, I was out at, uh, I, I was having lunch with my grandma. Aww. Um, so nice. And, uh, but yeah, anyway, I missed most of that game. But what I did see was a lot of fun. Um, really excited for leg two. Also, uh, real quick shout out Christian Pulisic with the goal, yep. 8.2 sofa score rating in the game yesterday. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got I can, I can almost seven times too. Yeah, <laughs> he just Crazy. he is just absolutely murdered out there. But seems seems to be seems to be doing well. Hey man, got the away goal. Um, yeah. Yeah, sweet. I was watching uh, the other CONCACAF Champions League game that was right before us. Uh, it was Columbus against Monterey. Oh, I saw the last goal. That was a um, great game. I was, yeah, Bryce yeah. and I were watching the last few minutes of it, and it was like, it was crazy. Just pure, like, I don't even know. I mean, there was like some VAR drama. There was some, like, late goal, and then another, like, comeback equalizer drama it was it was nuts go check out those highlights if you can other CONCACAF Champions League news Atlanta lost 3-0 to Philly yesterday at home which nobody really expected I mean Philly was the better team but like you still expect Atlanta to defend yeah their, their home, home better than that uh what was the other game oh Cruises will beat Toronto 3-1 which is yeah disappointing um, disappointing but not entirely unseen yeah. All right, sweet. Uh, I think that's all we got for today. Yeah. It is now eleven thirty p.m. So. Um, yeah, I um, I got I got a nice probably two hours of studying to do um oh, before I can fun. before I can go to bed. <laughs> but uh, <sighs> yeah. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. That yep. was um, that game was. <laughs> nuts. That game was nuts. It was, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's I it's playing in playing in the Champions League. You know, which is it's just. It's so much fun because it's something we really just don't get a lot of. No, it's not. Um, yeah, I so mean, we, this is the first time we've been in the knockout stages of it. Yeah. So let's make the most of it. All right, sweet. So uh, signing off after tonight's draw that feels like a win. Uh, I'm Charlie Folkstead. <laughs> Reese Cole. And uh, go and, Timbers. Uh, go Timbers.